Cool. I'll I'll let I'll let Felix have his pride and joy. Same, same. He was really excited about it, and Colin was just like, "I don't want him to reveal the the NFL show news." So, fair enough. That that was his one his one wish. Um, I've been watching a lot of Beat Bobby Flay lately. It's a great show. I just wrapped up Succession. Ooh, so I, I think. I have been dragging my feet on finishing it because I don't want it to be over. I'm like five episodes. I'm like, so I was like totally caught up to the last season. Like I was waiting for like everybody oh. else. And then I'm like through three or four episodes in the final season. Cause I just don't want it to be over, but I've, I've actually been watching billions lately as like my dramatic show. So what do you think of, uh, or do you know what happens at the end of succession? Uh, I, I know like in five words, like, you know, blank becomes or like takes over the okay. company like i know that part but not none of how we get there the journey to get there is pretty good i do before felix makes the announcement this is actually a good question by shane uh is the it urban sucks. documentary any good uh shane i know you're a huge college football fan um you won't learn anything that you already didn't know and i didn't even care if they dove into the aaron hernandez stuff or anything like that but there was so much um misbehavior and shenanigans and just all sorts of other stuff behind the scenes and it's literally just urban meyer explaining why he refused to kick anybody off the team like it's a, such a fluff piece for him and tim tebow it was embarrassing so uh no it's not any good um they they talked to like five players on the team and three of them i don't give a shit about um like it was just, it wasn't very good okay Ready for me to make the announcement? Please do. This is the after show now, by the way. We, we is it, it the after show? We wrapped it yeah. up. After the party is the after party. Yeah, let's go. Um, So four, four hour and hour hour is one of the hardest for me. Hour hour. I say in the it, same way. Do you say in the same way, Mox? Hour hour. Yeah. Four hour NIL subscribers. Four a four-hour hour what? Four hour show. A f- we're having a four-hour show for NIL subscribers. Four. <laughs> I don't even know why I said hour hour there. Anyway, all right. Four-hour NIL subscribers. Um, we are providing some um, in-season audio content for you, but it's not us. Uh, we're going to get some different perspectives there. We're going to have a podcast from. Analytics and Michael Nelson at, from the Debbie Marketplace talking about C2C strategy that will be uploaded to the podcast feed that we've, if you've listened to the collective, it'll be on the same podcast feed. That's the appetizer. Um, but sorry, we're also no. going to have, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Felix isn't capable sorry. of saying anything nice. So that's the nice thing I think I've ever heard about that Nelly. Is, that is, that's the only time I've mentioned Nelly without being super, super sorry, being sarcastic. Nelly's in the chat too. Nelly's in the chat. Nelly's I uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't. Nelly did not retweet my tweet the other day where I said, "If you're interested in Debbie and C2C, please listen to this talk from the Expo." Um, from my very good friends Shane Hallam, Kane Fassell, Eric Froton, dot 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 dot, and also <laughs> Michael Nelson was present. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, but the second show is we're going to have Matt Walden on to talk about, um, I, I, I'm not, I think we're going to be taking questions 
I think we're going to do be, do be doing a variety of things. I'm not exactly sure. We could be even – it could be even the case of, hey, I've got a player like Sean Tucker or Zach Evans or Kayshawn Boutte on my team. Do you see them getting the draft capital that we are – uh, projected that I can just call Nelly a snack. Yes, Todd. I just called him an appetizer. I just called him an appetizer. Um, but yeah, yes. Did you do so? You did the whole Kirk Herb Street uh, good night, good luck. Dang it. Sorry. My, you can do it. You can do it again. Time. We can splice it in if you want. You were gone. Well, we gotta, we gotta edit out something else, right? There are Have we ever edited this show. Yes. Yes. No, we just deleted a show once. We've never edited this show. I consider that editing, but we deleted an entire after show. Yeah, yeah that's one we we deleted. First of all, there For was the record, no reason to delete. I don't that even show. think it was that bad, but I get I don't why. Think it, no, you were the one who said that we had to delete it. No, no, no. Nope, yes, nope, you are. No. You're you're the most conservative out of everyone here. So you were the one who said that we had to has a Reagan eighty four picture in the background. <laughs> oh what? Is Reagan eighty four poster. Oh, I, I don't. I I don't appreciate the fact that my show wasn't even mentioned on the the, the reveal. Thanks, Felix. Oh, Luke. Shoot. Luke remembers totally what forgot. it was. I totally <laughs> forgot. Yeah, yeah, because Luke says that's his favorite episode. <laughs> he, Luke has told me repeatedly that that's his favorite episode. The lost episode. Okay, so the right, lost so episode. There are three shows that are going to be for nil only subscribers. Austin's going to be doing a weekly show. Michael Nelson and Nelly Ticks from Debbie Marketplace is going to be do, doing a show on strategy. Austin, what's your show going to be on? So I'm writing for members only this year an article on kind of the 10 big takeaways from the week in college football that will drop probably either Sunday nights or Monday mornings weekly. It's going to have a lot of things that aren't just like opinion, like uh, freshman snap percentages, um, you know, weekly target leaders, uh, you know, shifts in offensive philosophy, things like that, just to uh, kind of dig into some trends, hopefully, before uh, your league mates are are looking at some things, and then I'm going to basically do a twenty to twenty to thirty minute, almost certainly no longer than that, weekly, just kind of podcast, exp, you know, expanding on on the the points that I'm making in the article. And then, um, and then the show with with Matt Waldman, uh, having him on our platform is something that I wanted to do for a long time. And I uh, had to talk, got to talk to him over the last couple of, I mean, I do a show on his podcast feed, which was exciting in, a, on a, in, a, in and of its own right. But for him to, it, we have allies in this space and he is one of them. You know, he is one that really supports what it is that we're doing. So he's going to be on our platform talking about players. And I think that that's going to evolve into, hey, I'm, I'm trying to think of a guy who might be like a fringe uh, NFL player that's in the NFL right now, because to me, like, you know, Sean Tucker was that guy who might've gone in the second round of your supplemental drafts. And then he goes undrafted uh, in the NFL draft. But questions like that, like, Hey, I've got Jaheim Bell. He's 220 pounds and a move tight end. Do you see him having a role in the NFL? That actually might be a good one to start with. So. Um, yeah. I think the Matt Waldman show is, is really exciting because I mean, we've had a relationship, a close relationship with him. I say we, you've had a very close relationship with him and I think he's been supportive of, you know, everything that we've done. And so to get somebody like him mm-hmm. who is incredibly well-respected and has his own process that he's been doing for like 15 plus years, years it's, 20, it's, yeah. it's really, really exciting. And, you know, to have, to have that offering something that we didn't have last year, 
for the NIL members. Um, I feel the same way about Nelly's show because Nelly, I think, is one of the best uh, when it comes to thinking about things strategically. Like the stuff that we're going to be providing there is awesome. So really, really excited. And there are probably, probably two other shows too that we're, I, I don't feel comfortable saying them here, but I'm about 98% sure that they'll be finalized. So do I know about that? I think I've mentioned all of them so. across different chats. I, I but I, I, maybe not, maybe not, but to be, so you were key to one of those shows. <laughs> I no. am no, no. Oh, I, maybe I don't know then. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I, to be I, sincere, don't be, even be sincere. One second about Nelly. I, I remember talking about, you know, his idea for, that show and i think that it is going to be it's it's something that is strategy specific about c2c i think is necessary in the space doesn't so it doesn't actually, exist it doesn't it doesn't exist right now so i think i'm actually um excited to listen to that i have i i kind of wanted to talk about this what this week has been like is that all right i mean i already sure. said i was going to yeah have you seen the, sh- the show sheet Austin, it's up right now. I see it. The I almost posted this on Twitter, which is the Austin is going to freak out. So, you know, there's the business. Uh, This is what I want to talk about. There is the business side to what it is that we're doing. That is sometimes not so. To be honest, it's not. It's not fun. It can be disappointing. It can be disheartening. And we had. Now, what's funny is, is this week we had first the disheartening thing and then followed up by, oh, you know, the, the. Please don't say the company name. I'm not going to. That's why I knew you. I'm not going to say anybody's that's all, name. That's my only request. I, I will that, say, I don't this care. is what I'll, what I will say is the good news is the good news is we found out this week that the better sports, that we were partnering with better sports for the morning show. That's what I, uh, that was the good news. But that was only after we got some disappointing news um, earlier in the week. And when I say disappointing news, it it frustrated. It really frustrated me. It really made me upset. And there have been times throughout the years where I have felt like what I think what we're doing is we are creating something that's new. We're doing something that's innovative. And I'm sometimes we get slighted by people. And I'm like, don't you see what it is that we're doing? Like, if we want to talk to you and you blow us off, like, don't you see what it is that we're doing? We've had some of those experiences where, and I'm now I'm going to go to the show sheet to see the notes that I took. We've had some of those experiences that we're blown off. So we were looking to partner with someone uh, this year to provide some in-season contact content that was in my opinion mutually beneficial and and got blown off but then you know better sports came in there to save us but it reminded me of um the expo last year so at the expo last year we had intended to sit down with a big name in the space about how we how we continue to grow and we actually had a date and set with this person to do it. And they blew us off. Now that's fine, but it was frustrating because this is a person that the expo just passed. So it's why I'm reminded of it. It happened last year. This is a person that's always like, um, 
if you if you see me at the expo, say hi. I want to make everyone feel welcome and all of that kind of stuff. But then like blew like blew us completely off. And oh it 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 I'm smiling right now, but it's not some it's some it's something that I still think about. I was gonna say the you less- the the you have a lot of energy and opinions on this show that you're passionate about. It's nothing to people who are watching to what Felix is like in private and like the emotion that he shows when this this happens because it is frustrating. And I think that you know the frustrating part which, is which the frustrating part. It's a lot of a lot of it's passion, though. It's not the like, frustrating part passion. about this one, about this situation, about the person that we, you know, we were or like before the expo, before we got to the expo, we said, Hey, we reached out to this person, said, Hey, we'd like to sit down with you um and talk about what it is that we're doing. They agreed to it, and we were going to have coffee with this person, and then got completely blown off. The frustrating part isn't that. It's the fact that then you look at their their tweets from the expo this year and it's like, we want to make everyone feel welcome. And if you see somebody that's outside of a group, shake their hand and it's just complete. It's it's complete nonsense. It's complete BS. Now, and it, uh, so those two, you know, one thing happened this week. The, the other thing happened last year that kind of made me remind me of it. And I... And I, it was, there was a lesson there that I realized that was right in front of my face. And it's going to be plain to see. But with both of these people slash entities that I realized is, quite frankly, we aren't worth their time. If we were somebody with the audience of Matthew Barry or somebody at CBS etc cetera, etc cetera. this is a good thing by the way we wouldn't have been blown off it is in it is a the lesson there is 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 just taking that information that we are not worth their time and receiving that even though they're not telling us that directly they are telling us in so many words austin you aren't worth my time chris you aren't worth my time felix you are not worth my time and just realizing that, and I've been listening. First of all, I listen to a lot of like entrepreneurship stuff, not like fantasy space entrepreneurship stuff. I'm talking about like real, like how do I build a hundred million dollar business stuff? And I was listening to this guy on Twitter or on YouTube who was talking about how um, he was trying to get a meeting with Arnold Schwarzenegger because he was in the gym business and he wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever to uh, to kind of endorse his gyms, whatever, whatever. And Arnold Schwarzenegger would never, like, he wouldn't get back to him. But then he did well in his business, and he and his wife donated a million dollars to Arnold Schwarzenegger's charity. And now he talks to Arnold Schwarzenegger all his time. Now he's worth Arnold Schwarzenegger's time. The lesson from that was to – the lesson from that was – was, one, he wasn't worth his time at at that time, but then to work – harder like now i'm gonna take it as a sign of disrespect to us which is gonna fuel me and hopefully fuel the rest of us to work harder um but i i i was so frustrated earlier this week when we got that uh, getting blown off by someone and then realizing oh 
I am being, we are being blown off by this person because we are not worth their time. You know what? Let me become worth your time. And the funny thing is, is by the time our audience is big enough to where they would have more respect for us, we would not need them. We wouldn't be reaching out to them. They would be reaching out to us, to, to which point we'd be like, I mean, maybe, okay. So I was just, a, I, the, there was a lesson in the disappointment and the, the feelings that I had, the rage that I had in being told this, that I, you know, was not worth somebody's time. It's like, no, like I have to, or we as a company have to continue to build our audience. And, and quite frankly, it's like what Devin Brown has done in Ohio State's quarterback room. Chris is laughing, but I'm serious. What Devin Brown has done in the, in the Ohio State's quarterback room is make you respect him. We as a company, we think that we're doing well, but we're not making everyone respect us yet. And that's just the objective truth because we've had plenty of people just blow us off and just to take that information and say, oh, you know what? I needed that. I needed to realize that we have more work to do and that we cannot get comfortable. And Chris, you know how I am. How you I, know how I take I, you know how I take slights. I I I posted something in our, our Slack the other day that I think disagreed with one of your opinions. And it's like 9 15 in the morning and I get a call from Felix is like we gotta talk about right now. <laughs> Well, well, that wasn't me feeling disrespected by you. That no, it was wasn't. Me. But uh, that but was I me, understand that was your me loving the com the community, like us going back and forth about something. I he love just the calls me to have me talk to his kids. What the hell? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I. But what I'm saying is, I think there's the the passion that you and I think a lot of us have for for this is exacerbated when someone blows us off, right? Like. We think that we are um, doing something different or building something that's uniquely valuable. And someone comes to you and says, we don't think so. Like, that's not right. how we see it. And the the worst part about it is, um, is the conversations that we have with people. And, you know, so, some, some of these people are, you know, high up important people don't get it. Those are the worst mm -hmm. who say, we just don't understand. We don't get and they don't say this, but that's the takeaway. So they don't words, get it. They don't understand. It, yeah. Felix and I took a call. And again, I'm not going to name the company or the position of the person, but this is like a borderline, like C-suite kind of person that worked for this company. A three-letter network. Yes. And about um, kind of our freshman guide and like the work that we're doing in the recruiting space. And we showed him campuscant.com. I think it was right after... We had uh, upgraded the site last year. I'm pretty sure. I, I think we, we had gone from, from version uh, you know, 1.0 to 2.0. And literally, this guy couldn't even get past the fact that we didn't have uh, message <laughs> forums built into our website, <laughs> that we were using Discord yeah. to build our, our uh, kind of chat base with our members. Literally couldn't even get past it. And the person that got us the call is on the call with us like, this is like cool stuff. And this guy just like couldn't even get past. He's like, where do, where do, where, where are the message boards? Where do, where do, where do the Georgia fans go to talk to other Georgia fans? And we're like, that's not 
what we're doing right now. That's like 1990s stuff in the first place, but that that's not what we're building. They so like it's it's there's just I mean, and not to even get wrapped up in the people who, in my opinion, are just not savvy in the fantasy space at all from a business perspective but that one was just like felix and i both sat there on that call and like i like think i was texting you i was like we'll never talk to this person again yep like we i think you even said i think you text our group you said we're gonna have to do this on our own for a little while and that's the i i think i've i've been like i have been tweeting my feelings about this throughout the week in so many words i think i tweeted something today i said uh when you realize that no one's coming to save you, that's when you can start to save yourself. And I really meant from a business perspective, we have folks, we have reached out to everyone. And when I say everyone, I'm not even talking about just the fantasy space. I'm talking about, we've tried to get meetings with everybody, every network about what it is that we're doing because we think that we're doing what we're doing is innovative and is potentially the future of the fantasy space and nobody under, understands it they will understand it in 2 to 5 years when we have a YouTube page with 50,000 subscribers with 100,000 subscribers when we're getting millions of downloads and then they and quite frank and this is how business works then they will come to us and we'll get to pick and choose. So, you know, I can, I can, I can choose to feel slighted and disrespected now, or I can take the information that I'm receiving and say, Oh, we are not worth your time. Let me change that for you. And it's going to take some time, but I will, I will get it. I will change it for you. And Chris, I wish Chris was still on the call because I'll be back um, in a minute. He said, so I'm I think people know that I'm I'm a lawyer I'm a lawyer that's my day job. Back in 2012 or 11 I was applying for uh what's what's called like a summer internship at law firms. Got a lot of denials from law firms, big law firms around the country. I kept them for two reasons. One, if I was ever against them on the other side of the aisle after I, you know, was practicing, and two, if I was ever in a position to give business to a law firm. That's how it works. Like you've worked for a big company, you give business to outside law firms that I would not give business to those law firms. Or I would make sure that I remember that I got the rejection from those law firms back in 2012. Well, now I'm in a position where I actually give work to outside law firms, the biggest law firms in the country. And I still have those rejection letters, <laughs> love those rejection letters in their envelopes uh, sitting there by so I can remember. And I'm going to remember these two folks that have slided. It's not going to, we're going to we'll keep never, doing what we're we'll doing. We'll never work with them, by the way. I know I'm uh, more subdued on these things than you are, but I'm pretty, I will hold firm. I will never vote to work with either of these two groups ever. We have seven votes. I might get outvoted, but I'll never vote yeah. to work for either with either of them ever. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think the the I, mean, I don't know. We kind of want to. Sh We've done this in the in the uh, Discord where we kind of share some of the ups and downs of of actually building the business. I think we talked 
a couple of weeks ago where we um or it was a couple of months ago now where something happened where we lost like we lost a whole bunch of our grandfather members because of like a glitch or something like that. We told y'all what was happening and we had like I don't know, maybe 60 percent of the people sign up that I mean within like 30 minutes or something like that. Sign back up. Um when we announced that or we we had, I think we announced it and then we sent an email out saying this happened. You guys lost your membership because of something or something. And, you know, we got, I mean, we got support from you. I don't know why y'all support us, but we do. And the funny thing is, is nobody that I think people see us, but people don't see y'all. Like people don't see the numbers that we have in the discord, the loyalty that we have this, this show, this podcast feed is the most listened to show of its kind in the country. When you look at any of the numbers, if you look at rates and reviews, downloads, whatever, it is the most listened to in the country. Now, we do serve a niche, so the audience that we serve is smaller, but we are number one within that smaller audience by a wide margin. And there are competitors out there that have the backing of bigger platforms and we still outperform them. I think it's it's due to our consistency, the fact that we have a team, the fact that we continue to add value to our product and our service and we'll continue to do so. So, you know, I want to be transparent because I I we're we're we're, we're in the sky trying to build the plane and I want to Keep you let you guys know what it's like trying to build a plane in the air. And this week, this week it started off. I was, I was, I am prone to sending somebody a message saying, I do not like you, and here's why. And I wanted to do that to this person that blew us off that we wanted to work with. And I didn't because I realized that lesson. Oh, this person is telling me that I'm not worth their time, his or her time. And you know what? I need to receive that and accept it and then make it my mission to become worth their time. So. Can I add something to what you just said, Felix? Um, the, there's not really a week that goes by, you know, we have a weekly meeting and whatnot where we don't talk about delivering value to our subscribers. A lot of the time that conversation is centered around, um, you know, how do we improve our product for the NIL? I mm-hmm. think we're, 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 right, we're doing that sort of thing with the podcast feed with some serious names and, and brain power. We also talk about, you know, we're talking today uh, about rankings for this year, you know, something that I had done for the last two years and, we finally have automated it. And I think the result is better than anything I was doing. Just giving, making sure that that gets to everyone who's at the campus can like membership. Uh, I, I think because y'all are so loyal and um, like, yes, it's a niche, but the strength of what we're doing is really just a very passionate. Well, it's loyalty. Yeah, basically everybody who was watching this show is still watching. It's 1101. We're, we're done with the real show and nobody has dropped off of the street. I mean, I don't know why y'all are still here. I'm looking yeah. at the numbers and nobody has dropped off of the street. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of what we would, well, 
we wouldn't be where we are and want to go without the passion of a lot of our like most like I don't say fanatical, but like hardcore members who are who are always advocating for us to others too. And that's such a big thing. Like word of mouth is is so important when you're trying to grow a brand. And I I mean our our subs and our members are just like really a lot of them are just, we've gotten to know them over time, like especially those who've been with us from the beginning. Like really awesome people and and just passionate about football like we are. Just a way to engage in the community. I think that's what I I was thinking the other day, what is the most valuable thing that we offer on the, the website? And I think it's the Discord. Mm-hmm. Like you can get that $2.99, right? But you get in and there's so much conversation and information being shared across so many different places that with pat people that are just as passionate as you are, it's a cool place to be. And so I, you know, I I think our members are are we're always trying to provide value and they're always delivering value to us just with their passion and, and sharing and willingness to, you know, you know how I know that the space is growing is because there are, and this is a good thing. There are people playing campus again who are not subscribed to us. Like there are like those numbers, I'm seeing them more and more because uh, like Jetpack Galileo just po- posted something yesterday or whatever. And this guy was complaining about being in the 22nd round of his campus to camp startup saying like, I don't know who to draft now. And I was like, well, d- send me a DM and I'll get you a, a subscription to, to the website for a month uh, for free. And, um, but just knowing that there are like, that's good for the space that there are more people playing now who just aren't, aren't subscribers to our, aren't listening to, you know, get Raheem Sanders, get Devin Neal, get Quinshawn Judkins. That is actually good for the space, the fact that there are more people playing now who aren't subscribed to us. But, Mox, you talked about the value that we provide and that we're trying to provide. I think that we know we like some somebody's going to catch on like holy what are what are they doing we could do something like that so we're trying to get so far ahead in the content because when the ESPN and CBS and um Fantasy Pros Fantasy Pros has actually been Mike shout out to Mike uh, Maher at Fantasy Pros who has been excellent to work with um but when they understand that hey we should be investing in this space we're a little peewee mom and pop startup. We started this company with what? $600 or something like that. Like we, I mean, financially, it was just a state. We, we can't compete financially with a fantasy pros. If fantasy pros decided we're going to pay Jarek $200,000 a year to come in and produce content. Like we can, we couldn't compete with that. So we know we have to get so far ahead and establish ourselves in our foothold. We have to continue to like we just acquired Nicholas Ian Allen. Now we have the best statistical projections in the country for 133 FBF teams. If you want to go look at the history of Jacksonville State, you can do it. If you want to go see like Texas State statistical projections, you can do it. And it, we are continuing to pro- provide value. And we continue to look t- for ways to provide value because we are not going to mess around and get complacent. Not while I'm here, not while I'm breathing. We will not get complacent. We will not think that we've won this thing and we can just, you know, go to the beach and sip my ties or whatever it is. We're going to continue to provide values. And quite frankly, we know that the rate of return is 
Like we provide all the content now. Now it's about community. It's building the YouTube page. It's building the Discord. And so that's going to be my that's going to be my focus for the next year or so. Is building out those two things. I think we want to. I think we've done a good job of it, and I think we want to just get better at doing so. Yeah. Um, just that's continuing a, to engage. Once you find the strategy, it's about volume. Once you find the strategy, the right strategy, it's about volume. And that's how you grow your audience. I watched that video. You did? I watch almost all the stuff you send me. I try to, li I try to limit it because there's stuff that I'm like, Austin needs to see this. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I think a lot of it's a little hokey, but I listen to it and I or watch it or whatever. So, what'd you think of a uh, JWAX tweet earlier? Did you see my I response don't... to it? No, I didn't. So we don't need to get that deep into it. This probably actually sounds like a really good collective episode at some point, but we've talked about this a little bit behind the scenes. Well, what what was JWAX tweet? Because remember, people are going to listen to this who haven't. Well, seen I, I, I was going to talk about that in a second, but. Oh. Uh, Okay, well, we can read Jaywalk's tweet first, and I can say what I, I responded to it. I'm always Beast. thinking about the listener and, like, you know, what how they're listening and concerning this. First off, Jaywalk is someone who I don't um, – uh, I, I started work very early in my stuff at Dynasty Nerds, and so did Felix. Um, yeah. And I was, like, an anonymous uh, picture when I first started. Like, didn't have my picture or anything, and I can remember I started at Dynasty Twitter Nerds, and, like, two weeks later – Jared DM'd me and was like, hey, I think you would grow faster as a, as like a person on here if you showed your real picture and like used your name. And just like that simple advice, like it, I, I would give it to anybody. I think it was very, very helpful. But he said, I've seen many analysts and websites fizzle out. They didn't focus on solving problems. Anyone can whip up rankings, but what unique solution are you bringing to the table? Don't just blend in, stand out. I think we've done a pretty excellent job and I actually think our solution to the problem, I think if you asked Felix and I to write it down, I think we would differ. I think our solution to the problem is that before we started campus2canton.com, that if you wanted C2C content, you had to go to one spot. Not that there was any, but you, if you wanted CFF content, you went to this website. If you wanted DFS content, you went over here. If you wanted, um, you know, recruiting info you came over here i think we were the first people to say why should you have five subscriptions for all of these when you can hire a team and put them all under one roof and have essentially a one-stop shop for everything that basically falls under the same umbrella anyway much like you would go to fantasy pros or dynasty nerds or dlf or football guys or etr or insert other website here that basically gives you a full menu when it comes to redraft and DFS and dynasty and, and all these different things. But I responded to Jared and said, I actually think there's a spot in this space and I don't want to be presumptuous and think that we could fill it, but for consulting on kind of helping people grow a brand like that and help them, you know, there are a lot of websites out there and a lot of good analysts that don't know anything about business. Not that we're like experts, but I think we've done a pretty good job so far. I think there are a lot of people in this space that don't understand it all and that they just think if I write cool tweet threads and I put out a couple of videos that it's going to result in me building a brand in the business. And it doesn't at all. They're basically not. There's no correlation there. You, so I you think, know what you yeah. know what it's like, Austin? It's the Logan Roy quote, which is you're not serious people like this. Yeah. But it's people who treat this far more as a hobby. Than a Which I, I think there's a delineation there, and I do want to Which is fine. make that clear. Of like course. there are people that just want to do this as a hobby. That's good. That's 
fine. That should that should be the majority of the space. And that's not who I'm referring to here. I'm referring to the people that actually are like trying to seriously build a business or like a website or whatever, and not they're just kind of treading water. Like they're 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 putting a lot of effort and a lot of time into something, but they don't really understand how to build it. And so, like, I'm not to give out our numbers, but we are multiplying very quickly here at Campus to Camp, year over year over year, in terms of membership, in terms of revenue, in terms of podcast downloads, in, in terms of subscribers on YouTube. Basically, any metric that you look at, we're up. Podcast downloads were up like 80% this offseason from where we were last offseason. I mean, I, and I, I don't think it's by accident. I think we've positioned ourselves very well. I think there are a lot of people that and we, we see the work numbers way harder than us and do not do that and are not seeing that growth. We see the numbers internally, and we're like, "What? If, what? You don't want to? You don't want to have a meeting with us? Are you serious? Like, you want to have a meeting with like this other brand that's not going to be around in a year and a half?" So, um, and a lot of that, I mean, a lot of that is making smart decisions in who we've hired over the last two years. I think we brought on some really, really sharp folks, um, especially what we did with Nick and uh cp winning edge right like us partnering with him was like a game changer and us upgrading the website like these these things are not small investments to to make and i think that you have to be willing to make that investment if you want to grow the business of hey like we want to do this it's going it's it, like shit ain't free you know um it so but it's always at the end of the day like the belief that if you do the process right, the result will be, uh, you know, what you want. So, like, I think we're in the process stage of, of building it. I think we've had a lot of success over the first three years, but it's still like process, process, process. And I think that we and our, our audience understands that. I didn't mean to cut you off, Austin. I just thought no, it was you're good. an interesting point. Main event asked, by the way, is anybody discussing Warp, which is wins over replacement player and CFF? Do I have news for you, main event? Uh, yes, we are working and discussing it. So, yes. Uh, yes, I'm developing it myself. No, I don't know. Felix is I'm in the lab. The first time. Felix called me today about like a multiplication question, by the way. We still, but, and just, uh, this is not related. We actually have two tools that are still go, like pending to go live on the website, hopefully by the time the season kicks off. Like we are constantly, we've got a, a, a huge tool that we haven't figured out how to market and give to people correctly yet on the recruiting side of things like we've got a lot of different stuff like we are constantly yeah just what can we build what can we do how can we upgrade um, not always who can we hire because i think we've got a great team but sometimes you yeah. spot somebody that you must have or that you you know have a contingency if underdog offered cff best ball tomorrow we have a list of people and uh, tools that we would build like immediately to account like so many content. Like we're just always trying to place ourselves within the market to to be prepared for things. And we've we've only ever hired people by reaching out to them. Like we we don't post job job offers. I guess would like positions. Right. We've said we think this person's doing a good job. Target them specifically. And I think like Mike is a great example of that. Right. Like Mike is someone who we saw early not a huge following base where like this dude can can do it. And I think, you know, he back to Debbie that he has now with Corey and the work that he's done. It's like incredible. It's like, it's been such a great relationship that like bringing on Mike is created for us. We didn't, we like, might have not, not necessarily had a choice at first, but we have, now we kind of have a choice and we still kind of employ the same strategy as far as 
you know, getting people. This is how I want to land this plane. Um, I was looking at from time to time. I go, I'll go to Chartable and just see how the podcasts are doing comparatively to others in the space. And I noticed for the, I noticed that CTN was in the top hundred, and I had never seen CTN ranked that high. Now Jared does a good job, but I think that, I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that he gets support from the people that support Campus to Canton in general. And I was for a college fantasy podcast in and of itself to be in the top 100 above some of the biggest names in this space is no small deal. I don't care. I mean, if next week he's out of the top 100, whatever, but even temporary, even for the time being, that is a big deal in my opinion. Because again, we are like everybody out there, the, the audience, the, the, the large audience is the NFL fantasy audience. Our audience is so much smaller, so much smaller. And so to see CTN in the top 100 was a huge deal for me, was a huge deal for me. And I think it's something if you're supporting us, if you're supporting campus again, you should be proud of that because it means that I, th- I think people are receiving what it is that we're doing. I mean, that's it's, it's no small feat for uh, chasing the natty to be in the top 100. And if you support Campus to Ken, you should be proud of that. Um, unless there's anything else. I just have real quick, I, I know it would have been nice to wrap it up there, but Big Time Browns just asked, if I have a personal tool or database to pitch to the C2C leadership team, what would be the best way to share? It's something not replicated across the space. We are always open to any sort of message, whether that's a DM on Twitter at Campus to Canton, whether that's an email, uh, campus to Canton at gmail.com. Uh, I'm at Debbie Dietz, um, Felix at Sharp Review, Chris at Chris Moxley 19. I mean, any of us call in at C2C Decker is a good person too. Um, we will usually respond very, very quickly. Um, and, uh, and we've had this cat. exact scenario, by the yes. way, happen. So like, this is something that we, if you're passionate, you've built something like we want to. Or work. you just have an idea and you think it's great that we maybe haven't thought of. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all for your support. I mean, I mean that sincerely from all of us. I, I don't know how this turned into a 45 minute reflection section, but session, but um Tune in week zero. Listen to Canton Bound tomorrow for another for another announcement. <laughs> for another announcement, uh, Colin is being replaced, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Awesome. It's a good thing yeah, for Colin. Regardless, it's a good thing for all of us. Thing, yes, it's a good thing for all of us. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>